This is Nathan Toops, and you're listening to episode three of Embracing Disruption. In this episode, we're going to be talking about an interesting new movement that's happening amongst the internet generation. There's a new awareness towards encryption and protecting your privacy by a broader group than ever before. As an IT professional, my interest in encryption and privacy have been alive for a while now. So it's encouraging to see new groups emerge that are a real mix of people with advanced technical knowledge and those who are just concerned internet citizens who want to take control of their own privacy. I've been a huge fan of internet freedom advocates. We really believe in it with Embracing Disruption where groups like the Electronic Frontier Foundation and Fight for the Future help raise awareness when bad governmental legislation goes through or maybe there's abuses in privacy between corporations or government agencies. And so it's inspiring to see groups like Restore the Fourth, which organizes rallies and keeps up the awareness to keep our Fourth Amendment rights in place. And interesting groups of people who organize events like crypto parties. The crypto party is a new phenomenon. It is when we mix technology professionals and internet freedom advocates and the general public, and they just start talking about encryption and protecting yourself online. I was able to go to the first crypto party here in Austin, Texas, and I'm happy to announce that I will be speaking about encryption at the second crypto party that's happening this week. And so I thought it would be great to interview the organizers of Crypto Party. Uh, we have Samantha, who's from Restore the Fourth Austin, and we have Zach, who spearheaded Crypto Party for Austin, Texas. I interviewed both Samantha and Zach outside of Austin Java, which is in downtown Austin in the same building as City Hall, which was only 100 paces away from where the Occupy Austin movement took place. And though I think the audio quality is good, there is a lot of noise in the background. So bear with me. So I started the interview asking Samantha who the target audience for the crypto party was. This crypto party is basically for beginners. And if you have a lot more skill, then we need people to go around helping people one-on-one. So that's something that we're learning is that it's really helpful to have people guiding new users to use things one-on-one. So beginners as You know, if you have a computer and you don't know anything about encryption, you can still come and learn. And as the conversation continued, I went on to ask Zach um, what the topics and subject matter are actually geared towards. It's specifically geared around encryption and the the latest leaks from The Guardian um, and how SSL is borked, how HTTPS is borked, and just how borked it is. but I mean, the takeaway is that they've got all of these methods. They you know have quote capabilities against all of these things, and we still really don't know what's broken and what's not. But it still matters. The math is still good, and doing something is better than doing nothing. And the they that Zach is referring to in this conversation is primarily the NSA and their dragnet surveillance that's been revealed by the leaks from people like Edward Snowden. But it raises a larger question. If the United States government has backdoors to our data, what's to stop other organizations like organized crime or even 
other countries like China or Russia from accessing our data as well. And this is why the discussion is important. In the first crypto party, we talked pretty extensively about PGP encryption and encryption in transport and anonymizing tools like the Onion Router. But I asked Zach, what's this crypto party specifically about? This is specifically about like disk encryption. Um, a lot of we've done stuff about communication encryption at the last one we did the PGP on email, um, and some about browsing encryption. But at this point, like all, all it's come out since the last crypto party party has sort of thrown all of it up in the air. And as our conversation continued, I brought up the question: Why is it important to you to have such a focus on beginners with the crypto party? I think one of the reasons that the crypto party is something that we're gearing a lot more towards beginners is not only because we have these conversations about what is safe and what is not and talking about what that means, but also just introducing beginners who don't know any of the logistics behind what that click means, just having them understand that there's a process behind that so that the next step for them might be, okay, there's a process, but how can I understand that process and how is it being manipulated? And should I trust it? And I think with my own personal experience with Crypto Party and understanding just the things that we're talking about very basically, because I am an audience member at Crypto Parties, learning what people are talking about. But it's changed my perspective a lot on the implications of the NSA on a whole lot of other topics. Um, that surveillance affects. So for me, I got involved because the fourth, our Fourth Amendment rights being completely diminished also affects our First Amendment rights and what we're able to say and how freely we feel we can say the things that we want to say. But now I'm seeing that there is a way to fight back digitally that you, you're not completely, I mean, from what we know up to this point right now, you're not gonna be completely left out there with no form of protection. Um, and so just learning that I have that has been a really empowering thing. Um, sometimes overwhelming, especially when what you thought you knew changes in the span of a couple of weeks. Um, but just knowing that it's out there and learning about it has been a really empowering thing. And so before interview ended, I thought I'd give them both the opportunity to give one final shout out to the events that are happening this week. The first one, of course, is the Crypto Party, which is happening on the 18th. And the next is a screening for a film shown by the group Restore the Fourth. And that's happening on the 19th. Yeah, yeah, that's happening before our big movie screening, um, and it is going to again be centered around encryption. Um, we'll be talking about the leaks and everything that's come out, what it means for general net security, and we'll be talking about what is encryption, how to use it, what the good implementations are, and things like that. And then we also have um, Restore the Fourth is tabling for a movie screening next week called Terms and Conditions May Apply, and it's, yeah, it's kind of another side of this that I think a lot of people will benefit from seeing this documentary going into like total information awareness and third-party doctrine and just kind of the backlog behind how the NSA grew to be what it is now um, and that's at stateside on Thursday the 19th. I'll have more information about both the crypto party and the, the film screening for Restore the Fourth in our show notes. Well this concludes episode three of Embracing Disruption. If you're interested in signing up for our newsletter or want to find out more information about Embracing Disruption in general, go to embracingdisruption.com. And until next time, keep striving to do great things.